Hey, what's going on everybody? Jesse here. And I know it's been a long time since I recorded an episode. My apologies to, to the listeners out there. Hopefully I haven't lost you at this point. Uh, it's been an immensely busy month and frankly a busy quarter for our business, which is you know great news. Uh, I've been pretty overwhelmed with my own deal cycles, my own day-to-day, -day, all the stuff that you're likely dealing with yourself. And uh, I'm kind of in the thick of it. This is probably one of the most important periods of our fiscal year. Uh, because this is when I'm not only building pipe for the rest of this year, but also closing out some deals that were kind of holdovers from last uh, you know, calendar year, if you will. So it's been really busy. I've had a bunch of different projects I've been taking on, not to mention some personal stuff, family stuff uh, outside of work that's kind of eaten up more time than I expected. So I know it's been about a month since I put out an episode and it's been even longer since I put out an interview episode with a guest. So just know that I'm working on that now. Uh, again, I've got some guests sort of teed up. It's been more of a scheduling and coordinating on times and trying to just find the time to dedicate uh, as well as putting together the best possible content that we can. So I wanted to put together just a short episode today uh, around some best practices. I've obviously been sort of in the thick of it over the last couple of weeks and, and months and uh, you know everything relating to managing my SaaS deal cycles is, is top of mind for me. So uh, I wanted to share, uh, a, you know, just a little tip that kind of helped me, uh, especially over the last couple of years where I've, I don't want to say I've perfected it, by no means have I perfected this process, but I've definitely come a long way from where I was, say, two years ago as it relates to designing a closed plan. Uh, so this goes by a lot of names in the industry. You'll hear a closed plan, uh, mutual milestones, a mutual action plan. These are absolutely critical, especially in 2021. Here's why. So nowadays, most of the time, and, and you're likely experiencing this yourself, when a prospect is finally ready to have a, a call or a demo call or a discovery call with you, <clears throat> excuse me, they've already, they've already gotten to the point where they've probably checked out your website, they've probably read some of your marketing materials, they've likely already gotten a good feel for what your product is and what you have to offer. And they're now just trying to sort of validate their hypothesis that this, uh, that your solution might be a fit for the project that they have at hand, right? And so you go through that whole process, you demo, you do the discovery call, uh, not in that order, but <laughs> the other way around, you get the idea. So you do a discovery call, demo, you're having conversations, you're talking about pricing and those kind of things. And what you've likely found is you kind of get to a point where things sort of plateau in the conversation. It's hot and heavy. It's exciting in the beginning because you're learning about their business. You're understanding their challenges and their pain points, and you're learning about their use cases. They're learning about you and what your costs are, what your features are. They're thinking about all the big ideas that they're going to be able to execute on with your solution. Things are going great. And then all of a sudden they go quiet. This happens way too often. It happens all the time. If you haven't experienced this yet, uh, you likely will. So this is when, uh, you know, this is when a, a closed plan would have been a valuable thing to have on your prior interaction. So hear me out. What you want to do to avoid getting into this sort of black box or this black hole where the prospect is no longer talking to you or they've gone dark, or maybe they are talking to you, but there's no update, there's no progress or momentum going. Where you can remedy this is actually on the, you know, sort of next steps, action items type, uh, you know, side of, the, of, of things. So when you have a call with a prospect, especially once you've demoed, likely once you've shared pricing, it's not a bad idea to develop a closed plan or a mutual action plan. 
And I have a template for this, by the way. So if you want access to that template, just shoot me an email, jesse at jessewoodbury.com. And I'll share my template. Uh, it's in a spreadsheet. So you can do the, this a couple different ways. You can actually share a template just like this with your prospects. And basically what it is, is it's you map out the steps that are involved between where the current conversation is and the signature process. And you can even go as far as putting in the post signature. So what does implementation look like? How long does it take for them once they've signed a contract with you or given you your credit card or whatever? Uh, how long does it take once they've paid to have the, the software set up and have their team or, or, or their, you know, have it, have it being in, in production and use? What does that time frame look like also? So sometimes it's helpful to map all of that out. And I know for a fact, as I've gotten deeper into some, you know, larger deal cycles, especially on the enterprise side, it's really appreciated when you can come in and not only speak to the milestones that need to be accomplished in order to get the paperwork signed, but also speaking to, you know, what comes after the paperwork gets signed. How do you, you know, get the software implemented? What does the project look like from start to finish? And that way they know, you know, this is a, this is the real deal. Once we sign the documents here, we can actually start the project and there's a, there's a fixed or, or, you know, at least a, an idea time, an idea around time frame for when the product goes live and their team can have access to everything and it's up and running. Right. So, uh, the closed plan, how to develop what's on the closed plan. Definitely sit down again. I'll, I have a template <clears throat> that has some general ideas for what might, might be useful in a deal cycle. Some examples just off the top of my head are, first of all, are, do you have the right, you know, kind of legal process mapped out and defined? Is there, you know, a, a SaaS agreement or an MSA, a master service agreement that needs to be completed? Do we need to get an NDA in place? These are some of the early kind of conversations to have because these are some of the most time consuming aspects of a deal cycle is the legal stuff because stuff will sit on a, a lawyer's desk for God knows how long, right? So you wanna almost address that as soon as you possibly can. Obviously you don't wanna talk about legal stuff too early. You don't wanna start talking legal and procurement before you get to the demo. But once you know that you know there, things are moving in the right direction, and you're likely to win the vendor of choice, it's okay to start asking questions around what the legal process looks like. And it's, it's even better to map it out on something that's visual, whether that's a PowerPoint slide or a spreadsheet that says, hey, I wanna understand what are some of the milestones that need to be completed in order for you to get signature on uh, an order form for, for our product. And that might be, what paperwork do we need to have in place? Who else needs to review this? This is a great segue into, you know, are you the decision maker? It's a, it's a nice way to find that information out without directly asking that question. So you can uncover, you know, who needs to be involved, who are the stakeholders in the deal cycle, uh, who else would need to evaluate or, or look at the product and what do they need specifically. Another big one that I always come across in my mutual milestones documents is cybersecurity. In 2021, most every company out there has a, has a cybersecurity policy of some sort, and they want to make sure that the vendors that they're partnering with have one as well. So it's good to get that out of the way as soon as you can and, and map that out. And by the way, with my template, I have all the milestones listed out in a target completion date. So if we want to make the first step getting an NDA in place, let's set the target completion date for 72 hours from now or something like that. You can kind of base it on your personas that you're selling to, because that might vary depending on the market you're selling into. Uh, but maybe a cybersecurity review needs to happen and, and that's either a questionnaire or a phone call 
And it's probably good to set a deadline on that. You know, can we get that done within a week and a half? That way we stay on target with this deal cycle. Um, a couple other things are, you know, signature process. Who signs? Do they need to get the documents through e-signature? Do we need to have the MSA completed before then? Likely yes. So how long is that going to take? And can we set a realistic time frame on completing a document like that? Cybersecurity review. What else? Maybe there's uh, you know other sort of procurement or business reviews that need to take place. Maybe there's an executive level presentation that needs to take place. Uh, maybe there's an internal meeting, and this is a good one. Maybe there's an internal review that you're not allowed to participate in, but you can help your champion prepare for. And so it's good to map out what the date is for that. Maybe that date uh, is May 15th. That, on May 15th, they're going to do an internal presentation and review and determine if this is the right solution and if there's a, a green light to move forward. So you'll want to be able to prepare uh, your champions and your stakeholders to have that conversation and do well in that conversation. So it's good to map that out as well with, with deadlines and dates and any other relevant items that might help with that conversation. So then from there, it's, you know, again, who else has to look everything over? What other, uh, you know, check boxes do we need to satisfy in order to get from where we are today? to sign paperwork and beginning the implementation process. And then you can tease out the implementation process. So that might be, look, within a week of signing paperwork, we'll typically schedule a kickoff call. And then from there, we're gonna do XYZ process to help you guys on board. There's a success call or a training call where we get you introduced into so-and-so and support. However your process is, it's always helpful to map that out. And if you can put that into a slide deck, uh, or some sort of visual format, even a spreadsheet is better than nothing. I highly recommend doing that. So what you're going to find as you start to practice uh, building close plans or mutual milestone plans is you're actually going to get better at forecasting. And this is going to be noticed by your leadership that you're more consistent in forecasting because you're sticking to a project plan you're able to actually set a date out that says by this date we want to get things signed so we can kick the project off by x date can we do that and you're really sort of asking for that buy-in from the from the prospect or from your champions is look guys i'm trying to to build this plan for you so that this project's successful and so that you look good right out of the gates Obviously, you don't want to necessarily come out and say all that, but it's implied. You're helping them build a, a project plan for rolling out this solution. But what you're also doing for yourself is you're getting data around how they work, how quickly they move, what estimated dates are for the project, and you can sort of drive towards that date. And again, it's going to make you your, your pipeline a little bit more predictable. Your forecasting is going to get more accurate because you're going to be able to confidently say in every one-on-one, -on -one, hey, look, I got a mutual close plan with uh, such and such company. They want this project to go live by June 1st. And we know that in order to do that, here's the steps that we need to complete in order to make that happen. So that's it. That's close plans, mutual action plans, mutual milestone plans. If you want my template, hit me up, jesse at jessewoodbury.com. I'd love to share that with you. Again, it's kind of a general uh, idea of what's you know, what you can do, but I would definitely retrofit it for your industry, for your buyer persona to make sure that it's relevant. So with that, guys, thanks for listening and uh, please tune in next time. Take care.